Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real, and that's when we say, hats off. vacation episode and then never came back (laughs) never came back that's crazy so let's catch up how's it going earl what's been going on you know a little salsa whatever for the the folks or whatever so nah i've been (laughs) relaxing traveling started a new job July was busy for me. July was busy. Absolutely. Was real busy. Went to DC, yeah. fell in love. Might move there in five years. Might not. Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> but it's a great vacation spot. Right, right. It's a great, great time. Right. I don't I can't I just don't do snow. Right. And I don't think I've ever been to DC when it's I don't want chilly. I don't want so to I don't know. know. What that would look like. I don't, I don't like know if I could at all. be a part I of that life. Snow. And right. I'm the type of... I don't go anywhere when it's snowing. Right. So... Yeah. And you have to go to work there. And I'm... Yeah, they're going to expect to see you. And I and you're gonna expect disappoint myself them. not to go. <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> My friend, actually, she lived in D.C. for like two years after she graduated from college. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to come to work or whatever. She's like, oh, I can't. I'm from the South. Like, I don't drive in there. Right. Like, I don't know where it was Will since somebody from the job came and picked her up. Wait. And I like I'll go. I'll go case. if you pick me up. It's the driving that makes me nervous. I'm I can't. Right. Yeah. My first car accident was actually in the snow. When Ooh. I was 17, 16, coming from Kroger on a ramp. And I can drive in the snow. It's the people mm-hmm. around me. Right. And somebody like, I'm like, you know you see them from the river. I'm like, you going real fast Uh-oh. on a ramp and it's ice. It's it's full on snow. Right. Hit me right in the back. Luckily wasn't no damage to my car, but I was so pissed off. I had just got off work. Around Christmas time, so you know people in the grocery store buying groceries, and when it's snow, right. everybody get your milk and bread. Fucking relax, <laughs> right. relax. <laughs> You're not even about to eat that. <laughs> I never eat the milk and bread. Like, think when I'm really it. not about to eat that. And then, like, there's this dude I used to know who'd be like, "I mean, are you making French toast? Like, why does everybody go get milk and That's bread?" That's what I'm saying. What are you about to do? Right. What are you doing? And people are like, "Well, this right. if the electricity work, you have something to eat on." I swear it's something in your pantry that you're going right. to still eat before you eat. Right. Regular bread that's not toasted. Right. 
Or you don't even know if you got no peanut butter. Stop. Right. Yeah. That is pissed me off. And they always tell you to get eggs too. And if the electricity go out, yeah. So what you gonna eat a raw egg? Right. So what's your plan there? That's one of them old wives. Is old wives doing? Wives or is it wives? Wives. Wives like unmarried. Like no old wives. W i v e s wives. In the old wives. That's what I'm at. Yeah, I'm sorry. I agree. Yeah, with no, you. but you said no. When you said no, oh, like, I said no. Oh, you yeah, said wives. no, like oh, W-I-V-E-S. Sorry. I'm just like, sorry. Yeah, it's old wives. Yes. I thought I was agreeing. I don't know. Hey, y'all, we back. We back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our real relationship where we just talk to each other like, and forget we're recording totally. All right. Well, um, yeah, July's been busier than I thought it was going to be. I thought July was going to be chill and quiet for me. Um, And it wasn't. Um, Clients have not slowed down. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, summer's been really busy. Uh, Pooh Bear just had a birthday. Carter's seven, y'all. Oh, my gosh. So we did the beach for his birthday, and he had a blast. Um, And just been working a lot and, you know, getting ready for another academic year um, in August. Because, shit, it's almost August. Yeah, you got weeks. Got weeks. Right. I don't know what to do. But, yeah. So, um, but other than that, I've been good. You know, hanging with the people. I saw Color Purple with my cousin on Broadway. That was nice. Um, I'm going to see Book of Mormon uh, this week, so that's exciting. But yeah, that's that's what's 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 going on. We finally got our Hamilton tickets. We officially oh, have. Okay. Them. No, we don't. Have, I don't have them in hand, but I have my date got and it. time. Like I got like when we're going. So that's really exciting. And so yeah, that's what's up. So we're gonna tip our hats. You, you want to go first? Sure do. I'm tipping my hat to myself <laughs> because. I work hard. Right. And I'm tipping my head according to because we did a lot of good self-care yes. this month, yes. which is not always on. I feel like therapists struggle the most with self-care, which is so funny because we I preach agree. self-care all day, right. but don't be doing it. Right. Um. So, God damn it, we took our hats off. Right. Right. Cheers. And took care of ourselves. So yes. We appreciate y'all loving on us and still following us and listening to episodes while we were gone. But yeah, we needed a break. So well, I didn't that. think it was gonna be gone as long. My bad, y'all. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. <laughs> I will say we did try to record and then we last week. Met up and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think we we did good. we didn't do any recording. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what it is. <laughs> but we back. We got some ideas. Um, yeah. today's topic should be pretty interesting. Absolutely. Um also if you haven't been over, go check out Daquan's YouTube video. I collabed with her. Me and Illy were her special guests on her YouTube channel, and we yes. judged her outfits because she was doing a, a try-on haul. It's pretty damn hilarious. Um, check it out. I'll attach the link below. But yeah, audit, audit, audit. And I am tipping my hat to my Pooh Bear, Carter. Um, not just because of his birthday, though, but Carter has for quite a while now. <laughs> wanted to start his own like youtube channel and um kind of just share his ideas and thoughts with the world um and so we're still working on the youtube part but we are launching his instagram page um and so i am tipping my hat for carter's curious corner Mm -hmm. we'll have a link to his instagram page um in the bio 
and yeah so you'll get to see a little bit more of him um he'll still definitely be on the podcast occasionally because it's carter and he feels like this is also his podcast i think he thinks we're his guest (laughs) also i'm tipping my hat to my baby because he read somebody this week of his own accord he had my phone somebody his first adult read and he just felt the need to text them back with a read and i mean i'm here for it babe tell people how you feel show up for yourself i like it so yes that's where we're tipping our hat to this week um for our pop our top pop our top pop your top pop your top your top pop your top segment (laughs) oh this week we're talking about the cost of getting what you want and just sit with that for a moment so this thought came to me because oh we're also tipping our hat to pose because we haven't talked to y'all i love that show and the fact that it's ending tonight and we'll probably our next mini show is probably going to be just a pose deep dive but if you don't know what pose is a get out from whatever rock you're living under B, pose is what the best way to describe it is it is the black and Latinx and Latinx um, LGBT 1980s. This is us. Period. Like that's what it is. It is about the ball scene in New York. Set in 1987. And it is just so well written and so well done. Um, And well done in regards to the the characters. Like the trans people on the show are actually trans in life. Um, They're not people pretending to be them. Like it's their Mm -hmm. real experience. And there's I think that gives it a layer of depth. Um, And it's just well written. The storyline. It's not all about the struggle. Because I think sometimes... All the writers are LGBT. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes we get very... Like, all our stories are about the struggle. The struggle is the background. Mm -hmm. But this is about, like, just I want to fall in love. I want, like, do I have the surgery? Do I not have the surgery? Can I drink at this bar with these white gay men or not? Like, you know what I mean? It's not the, like, just being black and Mm -hmm. LGBT. and Like, because that can just bog you down. You know what I mean? It's building family and falling in love and being fabulous and real everyday stuff. real everyday stuff like this is us and so just well done so but there's a character um electra abundance and she really wanted to have um change she wanted to have a uh what is it called now is it still called sex reassignment change? surgery yeah sexual sex reassignment surgery um and there were some issues there because she got a little sugar daddy he definitely wanted her to keep her penis he was not happy about it she went and did it anyway um and he cut her off he cut her off and not only did he cut her off but then some other th- like things didn't work out like this other guy wasn't interested and she's kind of like lost herself a bit just because she so wanted to be mm-hmm. who she wanted to be and it got us to thinking about the cost of what you want because i think a lot of times we're so focused on what we want we don't consider the cost that's associated and everything comes with a price. Mm-hmm. So Earl, talk a little bit about how you've gotten to understand the cost of what you want. I ain't got no cost. <laughs> <laughs> so no, um, oh Lord, I don't. Cost can range from anything. I've had costs related to losing friendships. Right. Um, I think that's a big one. And it's I'm a big person of pros and cons. So if you ever look at my little gold book I have, 
I have lists all that all up and down of just right. oh these are the pros of this, these are the cons of this. And my pros always if it weighs the cons. And if the cons is like, oh, this friendship might die or this relationship might end or I might have to move or it could be your setting could change, your relationships could change, your health could change. Right. It's all types of cause. That's why people always be like, I'ma go vegan. Everybody can't go Everybody vegan because guess what? It. I know somebody that went straight vegan and they got sick. Right. I know somebody who started having seizures. Yeah. Right? For like, whatever reason. So yeah. there's costs to everything. Right. We just got to handle what type of costs are you willing to deal with mm-hmm. and is it worth it enough for you? So like right. with Electra, her situation, it was worth it because she finally got to be the real, real woman she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And it cost her her sugar daddy. But I still think it was, and I think with Electra, like I, I'm glad she got to be who she wanted to be. But also, like Electra's a whole bitch. Yeah. She's like whole so it's like also the wake up ass, call. Nasty ass bitch, and she very much was like, oh, I look like a woman. Like she would be, like throw in other women's face on the mm-hmm. show how she doesn't have to fake it. Everybody so it's almost like a karma thing. Right. And I, so I think that's important. Like when you're thinking about what you're out here trying to achieve, think about how you're treating people on your journey mm-hmm. because that's going to follow you too. It's not just going to be you getting what you want. It's going to be you getting what you want and what you deserve. And I think a big part about when you're thinking about cause versus what you want, you have to also consider how are you going about the means of getting this? Because mm-hmm. her means right. was through, Taking you weren't financing this yourself. Right. You were doing, you were stealing or Shady. using and abusing people. So you really didn't go around the, the right, the route that would have been a more positive outlook. Right. So like you, you did too much of like, I'll do anything to get this right. versus I'm going to do what I need to do. Right. Like the correct way of getting it, which, but I mean, it makes sense. It was the eighties. Um, so I mean it fits the time frame and I mean it even fits today's society. Right. But I think a lot of people oh, yeah. do that. Oh definitely. But you gotta think, like, you weren't also like saving. You weren't doing right. you wasn't using it the right way. Right. So Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, especially in relationships, like I'll see people being like, I wanna be with this dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so you wanna be with him, but he's obviously with somebody else, or it's not a good look, or like you know what I mean? It's just not a good idea. And you, you know, sacrifice yourself to be with this person no matter what, and then you end up being with the, and all that's like all it you wasn't get. worth it's it. It's just being right, it's not worth it. The cost because, is not worth it. Because there is right. like say if you end up say you want a job and you really take any job you and you think it's your dream job and say you live in Charlotte and then this job is in like New York. Right. Now you're moving away from all your family and friends, which could be a good thing. It might be an amazing opportunity, mm-hmm. but you might get there. You might actually hate everything about right. the job. So now is that cost of like, I'm stuck here because you're not going to just up and move right back. You're going to have to wait. Right. Get your Absolutely. money back. Right. Or find another job back mm-hmm. now where you are. So it just depends. It's pros and cons are mm-hmm. a real thing, man. I'm trying to tell you. And I think that's a great point of like making the pros and cons list and deciding. I think even just sitting was like, why do I want this so badly? Yeah. Like really, I don't think people sit still enough and just consider why they want something or why something is important to them because it, sorry, my computer's stupid. It yeah because you just are like this is what i want i want this house and then you buy the house and you can't afford the house like you know what i mean like yeah people don't consider you're not planning all the planning you're not being strategic at all right so i think pros and pro and con lists are a great way to just be like why do i want this and then what's it going to cost me and what's going to be the good out of it and also like 
what is that want going to look like? Mm. Like, once you get it, what is it going to look like? Right. Are you going to feel full from this? Right. Like, is it a want need? You know, type of situation. Like, what is it going to look like? Because mm-hmm. you yeah. might have want, like you said, yeah. it was all in your dreams. And then when you get there, you hate everything about it. Right. And are you, do you want it to make you feel whole? Like, I think a lot of people nowadays suffer from the when I... So mm-hmm. when I get this job, when I get this partner, when I start making this amount of money, when I start driving this <laughs> well, car. Well, everything be the same. Right. And, yeah, basically <laughs> because changed, fulfillment but does not come from material things or external relationships. Mm-hmm. You can enjoy people, but if you're not okay inside and doing your work for you, nothing you have will ever be enough. Look at Kanye. He has a lot of things, and he cuckoo you crazy. Look at T.I. He's got all the kids, the wife that loves him, all these things, and he's still out here slapping random bitches' asses. Like, I'm telling y'all, like, we think if we get, if we can just check all these things off this list, then finally we'll be happy. That's not how it works. And so we've really got to shift our mindset about what we need to be fulfilled. Because whatever it is, we don't have it. Because folks is out here struggling. Right. So what do you think about when what you want is a person or a relationship? Sorry. Um, like, what do you think could be the, the what, what what's the caution tape? Like, what do you need to look out for when you're super focused on like, I want to be with this person or I want I want a man or I want a woman like so bad, like. What's the danger in that? What holiday? And what's the balance between being open and wanting a relationship and then wanting one at all costs? We have to break them questions down. Because you, <laughs> you did it. I did a lot of questions. So, now. question one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's going back to what you just said. Of why do you want this person so much? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it about them that makes you feel as though you have to be with right. them like what are you trying to fulfill mm-hmm. is are you trying to fill a void mm-hmm. and voids are endless so you can throw things in there all day right. it'll never be full mm-hmm. until you plug that bad boy up right with the right tool set which is working on yourself um but I'm, give me the thing because no. you was clicking and popping earl has a vaseline Thing. He keeps popping the top. I, I have up. to go buy more chapstick and I have to use this. But it's like a pen. I know. <laughs> Jesus. Jealous. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, I'm not. I have my chapstick. Let me pull it out. Anyways. Let me be pinned. Like I was saying, so she brought up the fact of saying, um, <laughs> like when people think they want it really quick. Right. This movie is hilarious and shouldn't be funny, but if y'all oh. ever seen Holiday Heart, do y'all remember when Holiday's friend was like, Wanda is a popcorn hole? A microwave hole. <laughs> yes. He said a microwave hole. So a microwave hole is somebody that does not, they don't want to wait. Right. They don't want to take the time to cook it out or, uh, right. you know, put in all the ingredients and the time that it takes to make this meal or make what you want. So a microwave is somebody that can go pop it in, mm-hmm. beep, 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 and all it's going right. to be instant. But guess what? When you put stuff in the microwave, sometimes the quality is a little bit less. That taste is not right. the same versus when you put it on the stove. Right. So I think when people are always just like, oh, I really want this man. I want this woman. I want this relationship. I want this family. When you rush it and you once you get in there, it's not ideal. It's not Amen. what you was expecting. Or it's, yeah. you don't realize it's so much work. It's way more work than what you were seeing on these TV shows or yeah. out on the streets or these couples. So just don't be a microwave. Like, I don't want no... I, 
want no microwave meal. Right. So right. slow it down. Be patient. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. my biggest advice is stop looking. I right. feel like when you're not looking is when something happens. Whenever you lose your keys or something, you just be like, right. you know what? Let me stop looking for it for a second let and then we just keep going about my business. Right. That key is going to pop up on the counter somewhere random like some ghosts going to set it down. Right. But stop looking. Yeah. But Let now, it come to I think you. people think, like, ain't nobody going to show up at your doorstep. No, no, so no. So no, don't no. stop looking no. as in, like, go in the house. But don't be, like, doing all this, just like. Just in the world, live your life. So adamant. Oh, right. hey, oh, oh, that cute. Let me, I got to make sure I talk to that. Right. You can just make sure you're at the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. whether that's going out with friends. So, like, versus say, I'm going out with my friends to look for a date right. versus I'm, I'm going out with my friends. friends to have a good time. Right. Oh, and coincidentally, we stumbled across da 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 and now look at us now. Right. Look at, what a, what a fun story. Oh, I was just out with my friends. Da 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 da. We bumped into so and so. My friends was like, oh, they kind of said it. And bam, now we, we've been married for five years. Right. Like, you know, versus. I was so adamant and right. I found him and you when you search it, you're gonna end up looking for the first sign of somebody to give you attention. Right. And then it's a trash relationship. Right. Or they cheating or going against your head. Oh hell a combination. Right. Yeah. So and I also believe like relationships are work, but I shouldn't have to fight for my position. No, 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 no. And I think that's where people get confused in their relationship. Like I should be your number one because we go together. Like, you know what I mean? But when you're out here fighting to prove that you should be with somebody, meaning you're fighting against other forces, mm-hmm. other partners, like that's when it becomes problematic. Like, I'm good. I can fight with you about how to communicate better, how to, for us to get along better, how to resolve conflict better. Like, that's what the hard work in a relationship is. The hard work shouldn't be you out here sleeping with everybody mm-hmm. else. Like, that we're not in a relationship. You hump me, you hump them. Like, you go with everybody. You're for everybody. And that is when I think you're holding too tightly to wanting to be with this particular person. Because if you were meant to be with them, then y'all would be together and this wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I know people have mistakes and they slip up and cheating happens at times. But when it's chronic, that says something about the relationship. Whether you the cheater or the cheated on, like... Both people need to be like, this ain't working out. I don't really want to be with you. Or you really don't want to be with me. So, yeah. And I think we'll hold on for no reason. Um, or whatever we're still holding on to doesn't exist anymore. Right. We hold on to who they were, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, the first, you know, six months of the relationship. They're not that person. That was their representative. But you know what? And we gotta let that go. That's kind of like related to twin flames mm. and soulmate versus life right. mate, mm-hmm. which are all three different things. Right. So break that well, down. life partner. My bad. Not right. Life right. So, okay. Well, twin flames are people like you are super like gravitated to. Y'all probably have had a thousand on and off again relationships, right. but y'all are very connected, yes. but you're not good for each other, but y'all are meant to be in each other's lives at points of times because y'all are teach like they're teaching you who you are. They're showing you your best self because yes. they either challenge you or they're putting you through situations that are like can be very painful at times. Right. But ultimately it shows who you really are. Um and it can be very intense. Like y'all can probably go very like, intense. A deep amount of time not seeing each other or speaking. But then like when you see each other it's like a you're gravitate to each other like yin and yang type of right. thing. Um, and they might make you feel at home or comfortable, but ultimately they're 
they're supposed to be there for a little bit. They're right. not supposed to be there your forever person. Yes. Right. But but it's confusing because it's so, so passionate. Mm-hmm. It's so passionate. It's so deep. And you might life. always feel like you're being pulled back to right. them. Right. But sometimes they're just there for a lesson. And it might be that they might come back multiple times mm-hmm. during different times. Because I read, I'm attached to this article. It brought up that every time you encounter them, you learn a new lesson right. or like you go something something major happens after your encounter right. and it's just like something possible like say y'all might get back together or y'all and then actually it doesn't even have to be a relationship you can have twin flames with a friendship right um right. but it brings you back to just like something major happens because like because of that situation you went in it prepares you for something so maybe it might be a new experience like moving away or a new job or entering right. another relationship it's one of those things, but it's just super intense. Right. I'm going to attach the link below because um, it's actually called 18 Signs You're Experiencing What's Known as a Twin Flame Relationship. Right. And you can feel those kind of intense... Re- I think people think that's love mm-hmm. and that's not. That's intensity, that's passion, that's energy. You may love them in addition to that and everybody mm-hmm. you love, you don't end up with. But you can have intense love for people and not that not be your person. Yeah. Um, I'll let you explain soulmate versus. So your soulmate is also, like Earl said, somebody who is aligned with your spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, So, again, it's an an intense connection. Um, Someone, they tend to challenge you. They tend to see you in a way that you don't usually let people see and they see it without you letting them. Mm-hmm. Like they just catch on to it. They usually like call you on your bullshit and you get that like, you know, that breath like, oh, you don't know me. Like back up. Right, right. They feel like they're very much in your mind, mind and like in your soul at a deeper level than you're usually even comfortable mm-hmm. with. Um, and I think once people have touched us in that way, we tend to hold on to them because we've now they've been that close. You don't want them like out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's that like anxiety of like, Ooh, you know me that well yeah. for you to not be in my life. Like, what do I do with that? Um, but usually with your soulmate, um, they're there for a lesson as well. Mm-hmm. And once that's learned, that usually dissipates. And if you hold it, it usually becomes toxic. Mm-hmm. If you have somebody that you are that connected to, but they're not your life partner holding them, then because because what happens is that same energy that they have to, whew, this is actually having a whole other level of consciousness for themselves. <laughs> but the more you try to hold on to them, mm-hmm. now that energy then turns. And so just as close as they were to you, they have the ability to hurt you that deep as Mm -hmm. well, because now y'all have this negative energy that's as powerful Mm -hmm. as the positive energy. So once that lesson is learned and lessons are learned through pain. Yes. I learned like early not a hung out all day, but it's been a good day. I learned shit. (laughs) I learned a new thing at all, except that there's a grapefruit sage candle that I really like. Um, and that's it, you know, mm-hmm. because we've had a good day. Like, I ain't learned a narrow good lesson. So when we say learning a lesson, usually there's going to be some heartbreak or some hurt in a lesson. So just know that. 
Um, but now your life partner is your companion. Uh-huh. They're your person where you are safe and secure and stable and hear that because that's not the same. Like when you think of passion and fire and like, that's like whirlwind uh-huh. and you know, it sweeps you up and you're like, I feel like I'm flying. You're grounded with your life partner. Yeah. You're not flying. You your are emotions are not all, the, all over the place. Right. You're deeply rooted. You are safe. You're secure. You're stable. You're not doubting. You're not questioning. Y'all are usually um, there's like a level of love and respect mm-hmm. that's like a deeper line. Like, you know what I mean? Like they get on your nerves and you're just like, I love you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's your life partner. Y'all tend to build things and they tend to work. Yes. With soulmates and twin flames, I think that's a lot of ideas. Y'all can create things together, but y'all don't sustain things mm-hmm. well together. And it's because y'all are not supposed to be right. forever. And a life partnership, you, with your life partner, you're really able to sustain things and go through the ups and downs mm-hmm. of things. Because that's the other thing. I think when you struggle, it breaks the twin flame or it breaks the soulmate bond. Like, they yeah. really aren't able to really stand with you in a struggle. It's not a resilient. It's like a rubber band. Right. It's not resilient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, But in your life partner, like, you know, p- parents can die and illness can happen and businesses can fail. And yet you're able to move through those things. And also realize that soulmates does not is not strictly towards a romantic relationship. Right. Absolutely. It extends to all relationships. And so you have people that you can be like, it's like some people, and it can be related to a life partner, but you be like, I feel like I've known them my whole life, or like I've always known you. It can transcend, but some they're there for a lesson. Right. And some you have friends that are supposed to be like your life partner. Absolutely. You have friendships like you are a life partner friendship type right. of thing, and you have like soulmate friendships. Right, absolutely. You are here for a lesson, even though, because the thing is, a soulmate, the difference between like a soulmate is that it can also be a long relationship. Right. None of these soulmate twin flames or life partners, like none of these month, are yeah. like month or a few years. Like some of these are long relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's how it can get hard to distinguish them because they're all, they're part of a triangle. Right. But that life partner is at the top. Right. But those bottom two, like it can, you be like, which one is the basis? So it can Absolutely. be very confusing because they are all like relationships that have been 100%. long. And I think it's important to understand that when you're in those things, like when you're in a twin flame relationship or a soulmate relationship, don't forget the life partners that you have. Because mm-hmm. I think people get really swept up in those. Um, I have a friend like that that gets very swept up in that. And then it's like... The, like the rest of the folks who've been there who mm-hmm. are your grounding forces like we don't know where you at like yeah. you know what I mean and it's like and then when that but then what happens is when that falls apart you lean on that life partner person but the life partner person is like well shit I've been over here the whole time the whole time <laughs> and you was all wrapped up in your whirlwind bullshit <laughs> and your life partner can usually see when shit ain't gonna work out yeah. like if I'm over here doing something crazy everybody like that's not gonna last like <laughs> she, that's silly okay she'll be back you know what I mean mm-hmm. Like, don't forget the people who keep you grounded right. while you're out here chasing what you want and what feels good in the moment. And that's anything. When you're chasing that job, when you're chasing that coin, when you're out here, you know, being a celebrity, like, don't forget your people. Right. Because your people are who are going to keep you together. Like, um, I was watching, listening to um, Yes Girl podcast, uh-huh. the Essence podcast, yeah. they were talking to Michael B. Jordan. And they were like, how do you stay so grounded? And he was like, because my family remind, my family friends remind me all the time I ain't shit. <laughs> he was like, they be like, make your own play. Yeah, you ain't special. Like, you know, they be, you know, cussing me out and telling me I'm not shit. Like, you need those people 
who remind you of where you came from and who you really are. And if you're always chasing what you want, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you forget those people, you're going to find yourself lost when you get what you want. I think that's They're another there to thing. Slow that's you what down. Electroabundance didn't do She right. was in a freaking speed race for herself. Right. You need somebody that's going to slow you down, which, right. if you watch, as you should, season finale comes out tonight. But Blanca is yes. you can tell out of all the, her children mm-hmm. you don't know in the gay community we have things like houses and it's like a house mom house dad and you have like your kids all these people are probably close in age mm-hmm. but it's just somebody that's a little bit wiser right you. <laughs> but out of all her children blanca who left is the right. only one that's loyal like that comes back right. and checks on her mm-hmm. it's consistent she's like a good life partner like she's a good right. anchor and she slows right. down and be like you do know you you like you're a bitch. Right. Like you're, you're horrible. A you're a horrible mother. Like you're a horrible mother. But you're the only mother I have left. Right. Type of thing. So it's man, y'all can watch Pose. Right. Please watch Pose. Jesus. Yes. Yes. So when do you like what do you are there things you aren't willing to give up for what you want? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it goes back to like moral. Mm. Um, I wouldn't give up my dignity. Mm-hmm. Or my respect, mm-hmm. um, and I think certain relationships you don't give up, right? Right. As a result of like just certain things, the cost is not that high. Um, right. I feel like if you're starting to go against your character or your mm-hmm. beliefs, it's not worth it because you are being forced to change. Right. Versus you adapting, like you're forcing yourself to adapt to a situation that you're really not supposed to be in. Because right. So. I think there are certain situations where you just there's a difference to adapting to survive versus mm-hmm. just an adapting because you think it's gonna be better on the other side. Right. And it's right. not that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's not really greener over there. So right. um yeah, I think definitely when you're just going against your moral coding. Right, yeah. I think that's a big one. I've had that conversation before with someone where the the means by which they went about getting with a certain person was so like maniacal and yeah rude. and i was like and it was something that they had planned together and i remember saying to them like people who really love you don't ask you to be less of yourself no. they don't ask you to be a worse version of yourself yeah to be with them like that asks you to give up everything that you right, had or right built. right yeah they would never ask you to give up the, the things you should be doing mm-hmm. or have or the people you should be connected to to be with like that's not healthy no. you know um and, and that's so, a yeah, source of control exactly and there should never be in any relationship where there is someone controlling the other right that's not healthy. right absolutely this should absolutely. be a, it's, it's a partnership right right it's not a dictatorship exactly there's not one person that decides be all the in on i know exactly and i think understanding that control is a is a result of fear like yes. when i'm trying to control something i'm scared yes and so i don't need to be in charge Matter because fact. i'm <laughs> And I'm gonna put it's um power wheel of control. Yes. I'm gonna attach that to here too, but it's like a will and it shows like different ways because a lot of people don't realize control is not just physical. Right. It's emotional, it's mental, financial emotional, mental. And it starts because once they get in your head, that's when they can do anything. I can make you do anything. Because that's where the seeds are planted. Right. And then that's when you realize, oh, like people think I don't know it. Because at my child, I, so I'm a domestic violence therapist now, mm-hmm. pretty much. And then one of my daughters, we always ask, was there ever type of financial control? Right. People are like, That's no, I don't one. think so. Okay, so whenever you wanted to buy something, who did you have to ask? 
Oh, wow. Right. And, and who's primarily whose money was it? Right. Well, it was primarily mine. I'm like the breadwinner. But you had to ask, could you spend your money on so-and-so? That's financial control. So like, a lot of people right. don't realize, like, and it's, it's broken down. So I'm going to attach that wheel below, just like the power control. Yes, that's really important. Yeah, so I think, you know, for me, like, anything that's going to pull me further, like, pull me away from my son, that's, I don't need it. Yeah. That's yeah, not what I'm trying to have. Um... Anything that's going to pull me away from my connection with God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really good, as I've gotten older, that's been a really good litmus test for me. Yes. Is, is this moving me closer and deeper into my relationship with God or further away? And if it's moving me further away, I don't need to be doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's just not where I'm trying to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Am I going to be able to look myself in the mirror? after this right you know what i mean which i think that's some homework for y'all like can you look yourself in the mirror for an extended period of time without like and i'm not talking about looking like checking your face for blemishes or pulling a hair out of your chin i'm looking into your soul look into your eyes and see yourself and is there shame there is there anger is there hurt you know what I mean? Are you? Do you have to look away? You know, is there intense pain? Like, can you look yourself in the mirror? And if you can't, then you need to look at what you are, like, what are you doing that's causing you to feel that way mm-hmm. about yourself? And whatever you're doing, the cost is too high because you got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, like, what are my intentions? Like, who do I want to be? Who? What is my kingdom? What am I a warrior of? Mm-hmm. And it does this move me in that direction. If I'm a warrior of healing, am I doing things that move me in the direction of my own healing and helping others find their Or am healing? I doing things that's doing a complete opposite? That's am I countering all opposite. the healing I'm doing? Am I causing right. more harm? Right. To myself and others right. when I'm supposed to be a warrior of healing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, in considering the cost of things and, you know, wanting, you know, trying to get the things we want, what role does therapy and doing your work play in that? Well, again, remember, therapy is always a soundboard. Mm-hmm. It's for you to go and shift through the things that have clearly led you to that place. Right. So, there's... That's the first thing. Something's led you here. Right. Because you can't do it all on your own. Hi. Welcome. It's right. everyone. We all right. can't do things on our own. That's why out, we have relationships. Turns out, with guys. you. This is why we and have I, relationships. And I really want to be able to do all the things by myself. I would just... <laughs> can we have... Is this a safe place? Can we just have a moment? A Courtney wants to do the things by herself. Like, that is my natural desire. Because I've just learned in life that it is easier when I do it by myself temporarily mm-hmm. it is easier long term it is very isolating and it makes my life harder but i want to do it by myself and you can't like i'm like just here like you may want to you may even think you are and you might but be you but that's probably not doing it well. right you're not doing it well. or you're doing it well but you're not going to do it for a long period right because you're going to burn out it's like a right. car you need gas right absolutely and you're going to have to get that from people absolutely so, um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. the thing. Um, but no, it's a soundboard. Go in there. Lily, tell you something. Therapy's a mirror. Right. Your therapist is your mirror. Right. So what right. you give, they're going to give back. And they're going to word it or help you right. deconstruct and reconstruct that narrative. Mm-hmm. It's a mirror. 
Right. And sometimes it's the first opportunity. Like I've recently been telling clients who are like, I want to work on boundaries or I want to do this. I'm like, well, let's start here. Mm -hmm. Let's start with you being able to provide me feedback about what's working and what's not working. Let's Mm -hmm. start about, you know, Courtney, when we had that interaction, we did that activity. I didn't really like that or I don't want that. You know what I mean? Or can I sit here instead of there? Like this is your safe place to try something new. Because what I realized is some people are meeting me for the first time and this is the first time they ever been allowed to set a boundary right? and be like, you know, I really do need to meet before four. Like, you know, they've never had the ability to be safe enough to set a boundary. Just going with the the wind. Right. And so it's another, it's a really great opportunity to start practicing some of the things you need to use in life. But I think a little deeper than that, when you're going to therapy and you're seeking your healing and kind of like slothing off that stuff that holds you back, it aligns you better with your real purpose and real intentions so a lot of the things we want when we're not healthy are things we want to make the pain go away they're medicators so we want more money but we want more money so we can buy more things so we don't have to feel bad or so that we can you know afford the big bag of weed or the big bottle of liquor or you know all the drugs or pay for the prostitute or you know go out you know be able to afford the VIP table or that new dress or those new shoes or that car mm-hmm. just because we don't want to feel bad anymore and so if that's what we want if when we're once we've done our healing, the things that we want are more aligned with how I want to be as a human, how I want to show up in the world, how I want to f- fulfill my purpose. Mm-hmm. And so doing your work clears up your wants. And if your wants are clear, if you're clean and clear and your wants are clean and clear, there's going to be a, a lesser cost or yes. the cost is going to be worth it. Yes. In a way that it's not going to be worth it if you're unhealed. So, yeah. So get your ass on the couch. Oh <laughs> so yeah so that's our that's our thoughts on the cost make sure that you know why you want it make sure that you are very clear about what you're really asking for and let me just let me just circle back to this relationship thing what you want is what the person really is because I think a lot of times we want the person but we want them to be different Mm -hmm. but we want what we want in their shell those two things don't exist that's the dude that's him look at him if you with him right now look at his ass that's who he is so if what you want is something different than who he is then you don't want him (laughs) i mean like you don't want him you (laughs) want someone who looks like him who humps like him, who smells like him, who talks like him, who makes as much money as him or makes more money than him, whatever it is, but you don't want him. If this is what you want, then you have to accept that what you have, what he is, is what you're going to get. You can't ask someone to be different because you want them to be different and because that works better for you. What you have to do is say, does this person, whoever they are, as they are right now, do they work for me? Right. And if they don't, then you got to do something different because they're who they are. And so, again, getting really clear about what you want. Here's a here's an activity that I like to do. Write a list of all the things you want out of your relationship. Loyalty, fidelity, um, fun, passion, good sex, building, all, like all the write a list of all the things you want in your relationship. And then I want you to circle all the things you have in your current relationship. 
Circle like him. So you want loyalty? Is he is he loyal? You want, you know, fidelity? Is he faithful? Circle all the things. And if most of them are circled, because you're not going to get everything you want, then shut up and stay. <laughs> but if you got a lot of gaps and things that haven't been circled, then you need to get clear about why you're in this relationship if what this relationship gives you is not what you want. That's your homework. All right. I'm off. I'm off. I'm off my soapbox. I'm off my soapbox. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that even answers questions. Right, right. We can go to, um, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because, yeah, that's going to answer the question too. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're not going to change. They're not going to be different. This is who they are. And they shouldn't have to. I'm going like, to say, let them be who they right, are. Right, leave them alone. Let them be who they are. And if you are going to stay when they are not who you want them to be, that then becomes your problem. You can't be in here raising hell, cutting up, throwing stuff, calling mamas, cussing kids out, being ugly to people at work because this person is being exactly who they are and you don't have and the also, strength to leave. Remember going back to what we talked about earlier, just like some people come into your life to teach you a lesson, you might be in their life to right. teach them a lesson. So when people be like, they gone, they with this next person and they're doing everything for them that I wanted them to do for me. You might have been there right. lesson for them to be like, hold on. I was real shitty in right. that relationship. And, so and I don't want to be in something like that again. Right. So they might have changed, but the change was not for you. Right. It was for you might have helped change them for the next person, which I know is such like, I built them up. I did. Hey, mm-hmm. life happens. Mm-hmm. But they changed you in some ways too. Right. So they might have hardened you a little bit, and there's nothing wrong and with that. And what they taught you, what they should have taught you is it's not your job to build nobody up. It's exactly. not your job to be the repairman or mm-hmm. the Mrs. Fix It. Let folks fix themselves, and then you won't feel that kind of resentment when you right. have clear boundaries and you're like, oh, you struggling, I hope you get that together. Because you, you can support you without right. You can support without enabling and taking care of. That's the thing I think people confuse. You're not, you taking care of them and doing everything for them and fixing all their issues is not supporting them. That is you parenting them. And that's weird. And don't nobody want to hump their parents. Like that, that starts to cross some boundaries of intimacy. So let them figure their stuff out and you just cheerlead them from the back. (laughs) That's your job. Like, babe, I believe in you. You can do that. I think you got this, you know, but don't do everything for them and then get mad when they get better. And then they go find somebody they actually are attracted to because they don't want to hump their mama. Thanks. All right. So, yeah, no question today, because that was the question about how do you make somebody do right and. (laughs) That's what you do. You don't. Um, that's not a thing. So what's your that's not a thing? Um, my that's not a thing is I'm a person of choice. Mm-hmm. Meaning I feel like people get to make choices and they can decide what they want to do or how they want to live. Um, and what they want in their life. Mm-hmm. What is not a thing for me is you cannot tell somebody that they can't get a divorce. <laughs> right. Um, right. I encountered that today. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, and it was very unfortunate because everything they were saying before so that was good. on point and aligned with my thoughts. Right. And then suddenly they said, "Like you can't leave." It was you very if you married misogynistic. Him, you it was very like gave me yeah, sixty like you vibes, him. and it made me very uncomfortable. Of just like 
remember that's still the man in a relationship mm-hmm. so even if you're not able to because they was like you might be the person that's supposed to change them but even if you can't change them you need to stay and somebody else might come and help them change but you don't that don't mean go nowhere right. aka pretty much was like you don't you shouldn't divorce um do i believe divorce is sad yes mm-hmm. do i feel like it's hard yes. yes but do i feel like do i support the divorce yeah i do because some people are not meant to be together Mm-hmm. Or they might not be together forever. Right. So I do believe in support divorce if you feel like that's what you need to do. If that's your last option and you've done all the things that might prevent the divorce, but if that's still the answer at the end of the day, I support it. I don't believe there's ever a situation where somebody's like, y'all shouldn't divorce. Because I didn't hear this, but Courtney said this was said that they even, I guess, brought up domestic violence. Yeah. And like I said, me and Courtney. Are therapists that were focused on trauma, experiential. I'm a big trauma therapist. I domestic violence stuff. That's divorce. You need to leave. Mm-hmm. Those situations do not typically change. Right. A, a, a perpetrator is going to always remain a perp. Right. Right. And you don't need to be their punching bag no. until they find the Lord and get their healing and get yeah. better. That is not your job. Your job is not to be here to be abused and no. mistreated until somebody gets their shit together. That's not what God has intended. No. For us. And I don't, I don't believe that. I don't. That's why I wrote me the wrong way <clears throat> because I really. You have to be careful when you're on a, a, a platform right. where you're influencing the thoughts of people. When you say things like that, that might make that person that was like, today I'm going to leave. Today, I'm going I'm to choose to protect myself and get out. You saying that on that platform just now might make that person, well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't have a resource. I can't run to anybody right, and talk right. about my feelings. So I'm going to have to stay here and get my ass beat. Right. So what's not a thing is telling people that there's no divorce is not good or they can't leave their partnership if it's not healthy or if it's toxic. Sometimes seeing things through is seeing it through on the other side and leaving. So that's, that's what's not a, not a thing for me. That was some bullshit. Yeah, that was very disappointing. Because again, I agree that it before that it was very positive and encouraging. Like it was just what I needed to hear. And then mm-hmm. I, we were both like, "Skirt, not that part." We that literally part. like we both thought we said, huh? "I was like, no." Right. I had to stop because I was like, "Oh wait, I can't right. do this. I can't. Yeah, we can't, I can't yell, yell out loud in the middle of a sermon." <laughs> but I definitely was like, "No, no, that's." I started shaking my head. No, that's not true at all. Right. Right. Absolutely. So please yeah. don't. Take heed. No. Right. Yes. So yeah. Um. What's my that's not a thing. Um. So my that's not a thing is um. Sometimes you get a test, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get the opportunity to do better, be better, have better prove yourself, all that. Sometimes you get that. And sometimes you fail. But that doesn't mean you get to retake the test. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, the test is me. <laughs> um, I am not the MCAT or the SATs <laughs> or the GRE or the LSAT. I'm not none of those things. You had an opportunity to be in relationship with me and you failed the test. Now you need to go away. You don't get to come back and then you failed the test terribly, 
horribly, right. miserably, disrespectfully failed a test, and then have the unmitigated gall <laughs> to think that you can just pop back up like, oh, I'm going to take the test again. Nah, bro, the test is gone. I shredded the test. I have a whole new score sheet. I have a whole new set of questions. If anything, mm-hmm. you add it to the test. You made the test for the next one longer and more thorough. <laughs> So there's a whole new test and you couldn't pass the first one. So you damn sure can't pass this one. But what you can do is be like, you know what? I messed that up. And as a way of making amends, I'm not going to keep trying to minimize what I've done Mm -hmm. by showing back up. Because that's what that does. When you hurt people and then try to show back up in their life, you're minimizing what you did to them. Unless you're coming back with some real like, I'm sorry, I went to therapy, I got my shit together, here's this, here's that. You know, here's a check for your pain and suffering. Unless you're coming back with that level of amends, then you're you're acting like what you did wasn't that big a deal, so you should be able to roll back through. Mm -hmm. And let me promise you, that's not how I work. That's not how I work anymore. <laughs> you taught me that. You know what I mean? That was my that was my test. And I've passed it. Your test, you failed. So now I just go away. Because you coming back to take the test again is not a thing. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Right. Ever. Thanks. Alright, guys. It was great being back. We're super glad um... We're back on it because we're back on it. I mm-hmm. think we're officially we're back, back on it. Um, <coughs> excuse me. We needed a little break, but we are now back. Do we have a resource? We have all the resources actually. We below. have the articles mm-hmm. below and the um, power and control wheel. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll also have the link to uh, Carter's mm-hmm. Instagram and uh, the link to my website. Um, so all the things. Um, all right, guys. So here's our quote for today. May your sorrows guide you in learning and accepting who you are. May your joys reconnect you to love's presence and your natural ability to create sunshine in the middle of a snowstorm. May you achieve wisdom from experiencing both. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Now, I don't know who said it. I didn't say it, but I don't know who said it. They don't have it listed. But um, we enjoy you guys. Like, share, subscribe, uh, listen, re-listen, all, day, all, all day, the all good day. stuff, all the good stuff. Um, you can check us out on social media at Hats Off Podcast CLT on Instagram and then Hats Off Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Follow us on our personal pages. My Instagram is easy.ecm. That's E-A-C-Y period E-C-M. I am Courtney Leak LCSW on Instagram and Facebook and then Courtney LCSW on Twitter. Also click the link below and check out our social media kit, but also send us questions of the day to hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com or you can send them through our DMs on Instagram. Absolutely. All right, guys. So until next time, be you. Be true. Hats Hats off. off. Hats Off is brought to you by Earl Martin and my mommy, Courtney Leake. And I'm Carter.